Hello, Chapin Gators, and welcome back to ChompCast. This is episode four, and we continue on senior night here. We talked to Caroline and Merrill, who have both been on the track and field team for many years, and they share some great information about dealing with adversity and some fun other stories that they've had running track. I'll let them take it away. We are here with Merrill and Caroline, who have both been running track for many years. Uh, they are the next athletes that we are focusing on from the class of 2020 in our spring senior night. Uh, we are excited to have both of them here. Merrill and Caroline, this is definitely not our first try at this uh, at all. Uh, are you guys ready this time? We're ready. We're ready. We're ready this time, yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Great. We've talked a lot about with our senior athletes so far about team accomplishments that they have had or career highlights that they've had or both. Um, and I'd like to start off and hear a little bit about what you guys have really enjoyed in your careers and want to highlight. One accomplishment that our team um, that comes to mind is how everyone, every time we have a meet, usually there's like an injured or sick person by the time their event comes along or they're super tired and they can't possibly do another event and one team member is always able to step up and I think um, that is an accomplishment in itself because we were always like willing to work together and even if you didn't really want to run the event you like tried your best and um, we were able to like always have someone fill in. Any uh, personal highlights that you've had over your years that you want to share? Some personal highlights include the 400 meter dash and then also the 4x400. The 4x4 is my favorite event because it's the last event of each meet. So everyone's like pretty excited for the meet to be over, but also it's a really thrilling event because it's fast and for me, it's always really satisfying when I finish it, especially when I PR. It's just like the most fun event. And I think last year in the last event, it, since it was the last event and it was the last meet of the season, and I guess it was my last meet ever, I was able to, I think, match my PR or maybe even PR in that last leg. So that was definitely a highlight. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you get to end on a PR then technically, which is pretty cool. Not probably what you expected, but it's great. Uh, Caroline, share uh, some of your uh, proud team accomplishment and career highlights. One of my favorite memories from my time on track was um, our ninth grade season. We had been fighting it out with Spence all season long and at our meets and each time we would get second place and Spence would always win and then um, we really really wanted to beat them in the championships and everyone was training really hard and came out to play that day and it was so exciting and um, when they at the when they were giving out the awards and saying what place each team got um, they counted the points and Chapin won and it was the most exciting thing. We got the trophy we, or the plaque and we got the, um, the t-shirts and we got to do our victory lap and Spence just had to watch and it was amazing. Um, and we were so happy and it was so nice to, after the whole season, um, actually accomplish that goal. And then we had to find out like a couple of days later, Miss Kaywood had to sit us down and explain that we didn't actually win and oh. that there was a miscount. Oh no. Um, but it was it was 
we still got the feeling of winning and we still it was still a really fun season and um just such a fun accomplishment and we got to keep the we kept the shirts and we had the victory lap so that was my next question is did you at least get to keep the shirts so yes, I'm i still very... have the shirt with me perfect can't take the shirts away from you so Never. that's good mara how long have you been running track in middle school i ran one season of track in seventh grade and then i started indoor track in eighth grade and i've been doing it since until this year and I started spring track in ninth grade. Uh, what about you, Caroline? How long you've been running uh, outdoor track? Been doing outdoor track since fifth grade, so five, six sports through varsity. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive, uh, and to stay with it and all that. Um, so, Caroline, you've done it for so long. If you probably have tried every event so far. Uh, what is your favorite event to compete in? Yeah, I've been put in a bunch of events over the years, literally every event. really enjoy the field events, so I do a lot of the jumps. Um, in particular, my two favorites are triple jump and high jump, and I've spent a lot of time working on those. They're really challenging, but um, I've loved learning it, and the coaches have been so helpful with giving, with teaching technique, and I love now that I'm able to help teach some of the um, younger athletes these like really technique heavy events. What makes the the high jump and the triple jump a, a challenge? Um, it's definitely a physical challenge because, well, especially with high jump, like the bar keeps going up and you're not done until you've missed three times in a row. You you as you're d jumping higher heights, you're getting increasingly tired. So um, the challenge is physical and you have to be pretty strong, but it's also pretty mental. Um, I'll speak again to high jump that when you mess up, you are literally like knocking a bar down and that can be painful. It's pretty embarrassing sometimes because everyone can see that you messed up. Part of it is just like getting back up and knowing you have two more tries and resetting. And um, that's something I've struggled a lot with, but I think I have gotten a lot better at it. You know, take us through, especially, you know, talking with uh, younger Chapin athletes that, you know, are running track in fifth, sixth, seventh grade right now that might be interested in the high jump. Um, talk about what you've done to handle adversity and regroup, you know, when you knock the bar over. I think um, part of it is when you knock the bar down, it feels like everything about that jump was horrible. So then you're yelling at yourself for everything went wrong. Um, but I've had to recognize that when something does go wrong, it's not that my whole jump was awful, but that something specific um, in my run-up or in um, my clearance over the bar was not as it should have been. So really being able to recognize um, what it is that needs to be adjusted in the moment um, has been super key. And just like taking a deep breath and you're not going to jump well when you're flustered. So. What advice would you give a young eighth or ninth grader who is dealing with the same frustrations after an event? It takes a lot of practice. Like you have to be, um, it is a really technique heavy event. You really have to take your time with it, break it down. I always got really frustrated. I think like the idea of a bar falling down when I messed up was super frustrating to me because it's like all or nothing. But I think just recognizing that there's a whole process and it'll take time until each different part feels comfortable and until the whole jump feels comfortable, but um, it does come together and then you can push yourself and get stronger and um, try new things, but it takes time and it's a learning process. <laughs>
Thank you for sharing that. That, that means a lot. And I, again, hope uh, some people learn some things from that and that a lot of people are probably going through the same thing and not realizing it that others are having the same, I wouldn't say struggles, but you know, learning as an athlete, um, which is great. So really appreciate you sharing that. Meryl, you seem always a little bit more lighthearted when I've seen you out competing. How do you regroup? Uh, what's your way? What's your technique to get yourself back and motivated to come out for the next event after facing some adversity? For me, I've definitely struggled like with my confidence on the field and on the track and it's really easy to beat yourself up when you don't get a PR especially if like the whole season goes by and you haven't PR'd yet and that's happened to me and it's really discouraging I think ways I've gone about that is like not thinking about the way the last meet went and the last event because even on the same day you could PR in one event and then do your worst in another. So just staying really present, maybe meditating a little before our coaches have constantly like, pushed us to meditate throughout these seasons. And I've become a lot more used to that. And it's really been helpful. One coach told me before an event, just to not talk to your friends for like 15 minutes before you run and just be in silence. And that really has helped me throughout the years. Thank you also for sharing on that. Both of you, and we'll talk a little bit more in the next segments, have played team sports. And track and field is still a team sport, but with such a focus on the individual aspect of it. Do you guys approach uh, your team sports differently uh, when you enter a competition and have a different mindset? So the other team sport that I play is volleyball. And I think I do um, in some ways approach it differently. Even though track is an individual sport, the end result um, is the same as it is with a team sport. So everyone's competing and doing their own individual job in order to get points so that we as a team can win. And so in volleyball, each position has their own job um, and their own things they need to accomplish in order to get the point for the team. So it is kind of the same concept. I think especially this year, Meryl and I are captains on this team. Um, and it's a, um, I think that has, for me has helped to bring it together a little more because I, you have to really be encouraging all the athletes all the time to be um, doing their best work. It's not just like there's you, you're working for the team, not just for yourself. So yeah, it is a little different, but you come together for the same goal. Mara, what about you? So the other team sport I play is field hockey. And when I'm going to the field hockey game, I find myself more relaxed because I know that if I make one mistake, I like you can make it up more easily than in a track event. And you also have all your teammates to like rely on if you're not feeling 100%. But at track, there's a lot of pressure to do well because you're the only one out there in the event and it's like often really scary. And I found when I was younger, I was like scared to compete against the seniors and that feeling of being scared and stepping onto the track never really went away from me. But like Caroline said, the team always comes together after everyone has competed and before we cheer the same way in both team and in my team sports and track. All right. I made that a little serious. So again, I thank you for sharing. Let's make it a little bit more fun again. Uh, if you guys could choose one event that is in track 
that you do not do right now, like you wouldn't even have to practice, you would just show up and natural abilities, what would that event be? Caroline, you are eager to jump in here. You know what it is. Go ahead. Um, this doesn't really answer your question because I do have the natural abilities. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I have <laughs> requested for many years now um, to compete in race walking because I am an absurdly fast walker. Hold on. Is um, that an actual track event? That is an actual track event. Really? It's not in AAIS, but they do have it in NYSEIS. Um, okay. And there have been some complications over the years because I would need a qualifying time. Um, and actually, my goal was this year, my senior year, to like somehow do an outside meet in order to qualify for NYSEIS. But I guess that'll have to come another time. <laughs> but I have been <laughs> trying to get into race walking for a while now. All right, race walking. Well, maybe one day you can try and do it for the Olympics then. Meryl, what about you? For me, it would be the steeplechase. It just seems like so nice and refreshing on a hot um, spring day. And also high jump. Caroline makes it look so easy. And I did try it one time and I could not do it but if I could was given the natural ability I would definitely do the high jump. Both of you talked a little bit about the meditation techniques and actually Emma and Melina made a point about this last week as well which is really interesting um, how uh, the coaches do that. Uh, talk about a little bit more of the impact the Chapin coaches have had on you in your track careers. I think over the past like five years that I've been doing track at Chapin, a lot of moments, if Caroline can attest to these moments that I really wanted to give up on the 400 and then the 300 meter dash in indoor. And I was really like nervous about doing it all the time. And I was stressed and I didn't feel like I was placing well. And I would turn to my coaches at these low moments and tell them like, I couldn't do it. I never want to do it again. I would write them emails sometimes telling them how much I did not want to ever try. And um, they never told me I had to do it, but they really gave me the push to realize how like, much potential I had in the event and how I, if I kept trying, I would see the results I wanted and it wasn't, I hadn't given a good enough shot at like in, when I was in like ninth and 10th grade. And now um, the 400 has turned into my favorite event. So I'm just so grateful for their guidance. And I'm grateful that they never forced me to do an event I didn't want to do. And it like, I came to that conclusion on my own. Yeah, we've been so lucky to have some really, really amazing coaches over throughout our time on Chapin Track. And yeah, I just, echoing everything that Meryl said. They're so understanding of where we're coming from. Um, and they're also, they know how to have a lot of fun with us. Coach Hakeem and I, the head coach of, of track, we have our own little handshake that we do. So some throughout practices and sometimes during the meets, um, if they ever needed to relax or just joke or have a laugh or something, we would do our little handshake. And we've done it for a couple of years now, but it's one of my favorite things. Okay, we're back talking with Meryl. Uh, Meryl, you talked already a little bit about your field hockey career as well. 
Uh, what other sports have you done in your Chapin career? You can include middle school and upper school as well. I've done a season of sports every single season since I've been at Chapin. I came to Chapin in sixth grade. I've done gymnastics, swimming. I did a season of tennis, soccer. Okay, so you've, you've covered it. And then in high school, you did field hockey, correct, and indoor track, you said since eighth grade. Uh, did you do a spring sport in eighth grade or was that one of the tennises? Yeah, I did tennis. Okay. And then has the field hockey been all uh, five years then? Field hockey started in ninth grade. If I had to push you, which one have you enjoyed the most? Obviously, you've enjoyed all of them. You can never pick a favorite child, but uh, which, how would you rank those? I think field hockey is my favorite and then indoor would be second. And then bring track is third, but I really love them all. They're, they're hard. Yeah. Hey, I mean, we can love many things at once. It's all right. You know, there we go. Good message on love, I guess. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So you've obviously been very involved with athletics since your entire time in Chapin. Uh, are there any athletic endeavors that you are eager to pursue after you graduate from Chapin, whether that be right after into college or further along down the road past college, or you can talk about both. In college, I definitely want to join a club field hockey team. I also would want to maybe do some track, but field hockey is my main focus. Also, I, next year I'm taking a gap year, and part of my plan was to join a field hockey club in the Netherlands because my extended family lives there and there's so many field hockey clubs so I wanted to join that to both practice my Dutch and improve my skills. Sports not only teaching you how to stay in shape but works on making you an all-around person. What, what that's a great sell Meryl thank you for that. No problem. So, Anything after that? Uh, obviously, field hockey is huge. Um, any other interests? Um, I'm actually hoping to land a job in the Chapin Athletics Department, maybe coaching field hockey during preseason, maybe during this year since I will be on my gap year, maybe doing nothing. So I might have to swing by. Oh, if only I knew some people that worked in the athletic department, I could maybe put in a good word. Please do. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. All right, Meryl, I've talked a lot uh, with the field hockey team members of the class of 2020, and I've said of my fear of playing field hockey, and I'd honestly rather play tackle football still than have one of those hard balls or sticks coming at me. You had a uh, bit of an excitement at homecoming this year. Do you want to share that at all with what happened um, and one yeah. of the reasons why I never want to play field hockey? I have always been scared of field hockey and I've been so lucky all these seasons that I've never had an injury, like never even the ball like hitting me anywhere. But at homecoming this year, I was, it was like the last 10 minutes of the game. It was tied. Um, we were playing really well. And then I went really close to the ground and someone lifted their stick and it went right into my mouth. And I actually had to get a couple stitches. It was 
seemed really dramatic. I turned out completely fine, but that was my one and only injury. So it was a pretty big one. Uh, what makes you want to now continue this field hockey career of yours? That's a good question. My mom definitely doesn't want me to, but I'm not scared. I'm a, actually I'm a little scared to play in Europe because they don't wear goggles there. And that is really terrifying to me. And also they don't wear goggles in college either. So I will bring my own goggles and wear those to protect myself. All right. That sounds, that sounds like a good plan. All right. You want to make sure you protect yourself. Don't do anything crazy. All right. Anyway. Know. All right. So we are going to get into the classic rapid fire question segment here. All right. For those that need a little bit of a reminder, uh, these are going to be quick answers, uh, one word answers. Uh, and I will give you questions. Uh, remember, it's not, don't think too much. Uh, any questions from you before we get going? There? No, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Green or gold? Green. Homecoming or field day? Field day. Favorite shape and lunch? Chicken tikka masala. Nice, that's my favorite. Subway or ferry? Subway. Sorbet or ice cream? Ice cream. Lower school, middle school, or upper school? Upper school. Gym one, gym two, gym five, or gym six? Gym five. Ocean Breeze, the Armory, or Icon Stadium? The Armory. Brooklyn Bridge or Manhattan Bridge? Brooklyn Bridge. 86 Celtics or 97 Bulls? I don't know what those are. Oh, I just got to pick one. Um, 97 Bulls? Great answer. Yura or Blackstar? Blackstar. And finally, is a Pop-Tart ravioli? Yes. All right. Thank you, Meryl, for joining us, answering rapid-fire questions. Thank you. Good luck with everything uh, going forward, and especially on the field hockey fields. Uh, we definitely hope to see you back around Chapin uh, teaching and coaching our Chapin future field hockey players. I'm excited, too. Okay, we are back with Caroline. Uh, Caroline, uh, like Meryl did in the first segment, she touched on the sports that she's played and you did as well, talking about your volleyball career. Uh, what other sports have you played at Chapin? I've played volleyball since fifth grade. I played basketball from my whole life until through ninth grade. And then I've done track since fifth grade. And I, I switched to, um, indoor track in 10th grade. In okay. Winter. Any reason for the switch from basketball to indoor track? I mean, you are very tall, so I figured that you would want to stay and Mr. Davis would keep pressuring you into keep playing basketball. Mr. Davis tried his best to keep me, but no, I just, I played for all of my life pretty much. And, but I really found that I love track. So I wanted to spend more time doing that. And so you've done indoor track and outdoor track and, you know, you did outdoor track for many years since fifth grade. Any big difference between the outdoor and indoor track uh, events that you feel uh, when you go to compete? I know, obviously, it's different because one's indoor and outdoor, so don't give me that answer. Uh, but anything that you've experienced that you think really makes that separates the sport? I like indoor track better. I think I like the armory a lot. I think it's, it's also pretty nice because like when I'm jumping, I don't have to worry about if it's windy or if it's raining outside. So sorry, that's the indoors outdoors answer that you told me not to say. But uh, no, I just don't want the. You're good. That's totally okay. reasonable. And explaining right. there's wind there. I like that part. That's right. Just don't go. Well, one's named indoor and one named outdoor. So I appreciate that. 
<laughs> no, I like, I think the, the facilities at the Armory are so nice and an icon as well. But also the, the team is a lot smaller on indoor. So I feel like you get to know people a lot better. That's another thing I like about indoor. But it is nice to be outdoors and in the sun when it's nice out in the spring. So I like it too. We talked about in the last segment a lot about your team accomplishment, but you said recently that you'd like to also share your individual highlights from track. Uh, what would be one or two of those. One of my highlights from outdoor track was last year, I competed in Mayor's Cup for high jump. So that is where pretty much all the schools in the city, um, including public schools, will send um, athletes to this meet on the weekend. I was really nervous because the competition is usually pretty tough when you get a bunch of other leagues involved. I ended up getting second place. So I medaled and I got to stand on the little podium and everything. And it was also really exciting because I had been trying all indoor season that indoor season before to match my PR from the the other season and that meet I actually I matched it and um, I have video of coach Hakeem um, recording my jump and you can hear everyone you can hear the Chapin people in the stands cheering and I got up and I started jumping and Hakeem started jumping and it was definitely the highlight from my track experience. Really awesome and glad that you were able to experience that. Uh, and this time uh, it didn't have any of the Spence drama from the ninth grade and so you got to keep it. <laughs> exactly. Okay so track and field has been a huge part of your life um, and we've asked every senior so far about what uh, athletic endeavor they would like to pursue whether that be in college or after. Do you want to focus on things in the track and field realm or are you looking outside of that after this? I think I'm definitely interested in playing on some um, club or intramural teams um, at the school that I'm going to for track or for volleyball. I haven't really decided yet. Definitely want to stay active somehow and um, remain an athlete somehow, however that, however I'm able to do that. I'm also <laughs> considering um, walking or trying out for rowing. <laughs> Yeah. Which I've never done before, but I'm tall and athletic, so maybe they'll take pity on me and put me on the team. We'll see. I don't know but, if they're going to take pity if you're tall and strong. I feel like that's one where they I, might actually want to bring you in. I've always been told you can't teach tall, so maybe that philosophy will hold true. That is very true. Unfortunately, I know that too well as an athlete. So that'd be great. And I, good luck with that. And definitely give it a shot. There's nothing wrong with that, as I know of trying to walk on to places. Definitely, I encourage you to do it and see what happens and just take a good attitude there. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox and giving you advice that you probably didn't want to hear. But let's get to the fun stuff and do the rapid fire questions. You definitely have not heard these yet. Go. You ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Favorite shape and lunch. Hmm. I'm going to be different and I'm going to say hero day. Hero day. Mm-hmm. There you go. Green or gold? Gold. Duh. Subway or ferry? Subway. Homecoming or field day? Field day. Ice cream or sorbet? Ice cream. Lower school, middle school, upper school? Upper school. Gym six, gym five, gym two, gym one? Gym two. Ooh. Ocean breeze, the armory or icon stadium? Armory. Brooklyn Bridge or Manhattan Bridge? Brooklyn Bridge. Eura or Black Star? I've had some bad experiences at Black Star, so definitely Eura. <laughs> okay. Hey, all right. Well, we won't let them know. 86 Celtics or 97 Bulls? Bulls. And is a Pop-Tart ravioli? No. 
No, there you go. That's the important question that we're looking for in all of this. Well, thank you, Caroline, for sharing. Thank you for joining. Uh, good luck with everything next year. And definitely good luck with going for that rowing team. Thank you. <laughs>